Hello. Salam and good evening to you, worthy friend. Please, please come closer. Uh, too close, a little too close. Hello and good evening and welcome to another edition of the Disney Rip Radio Show. Apologies for the slight delay in starting there. I tried to drag the sound down and nothing was happening, which was a little bit weird. But we are here, uh, a depleted crew, but we are still here this week. Uh, Joining me this week is Susan. Hello, Susan. Hello. Yeah, I was, I was a bit like, is someone going to... Should I just say hello? Yeah, no, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's not going down. It's not working. It worked anyway. How are you? Have you had a good couple of weeks? I've had a good couple of weeks. It, well, it's starting to get sunny a bit here, and yeah, now it's and then, getting cold yeah, again. Yeah, and then it went really cold and miserable and awful and everything. Yeah. And uh, good evening, Gareth. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? Sir. How very sir? Sir? Oh, wow. Uh, I, I thought maybe... I, it's I just, today. You know, it's just all right. But it's all a bit posh and stuff, <laughs> isn't it? Um, it's just us three because uh, unfortunately John is working and Katie, Katie. Um, has got no voice whatsoever uh, but it's just vanished uh, she was like my voice is vanished I can't help can't help it I don't know what to do uh, but it is episode 206 of the radio show so thank you for joining us and uh, this week we thought we'd catch up with some uh, news that's been going on in Walt Disney World and in Disneyland Paris because there's no end of stuff that's come out recently some that's slightly contentious some that uh, is good news it seems and some that I don't know whether people are going to be happy about anyway so um <laughs> <laughs> we thought we'd give us our give our ten pennies worth, and uh, see what everybody thinks about it. Then, so who wants to start off this evening? Susan, do you want to? Uh, you got three, I think, haven't you? So, do you want to um, start off with yes. yours? Um, should I start in Paris or should I start with Walt Disney World? Let's start with Walt Disney World. Okay, I'll go for the bad news first. Right, let's okay. go for the sad and then let's, sort of peak up high yeah. after. So, I've got some very sad news that um, the. Mickey Mouse uh, meet and greet that you get to say hello and talk with him at Town Square Theatre will be soon to be silenced. What? I'll do it. <gasps> the gasp noise. Get the gasp noise. <laughs> Don't know. Don't know. You can carry on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so from May the 12th this year, he will be silenced forever. Um, there's quite a few sort of speculations to why. Um, some people are saying it's because some guests are getting confused because how comes Donald and Daisy doesn't talk, but Mickey does talk. That doesn't make sense. Um, some people are saying because the queue is so long because it's a very popular meet and greet that people are spending more time in the queues and obviously outside spending money people even saying that it's it is not so broken down but it's the um 
uh, animatronics ain't working very ain't sorry. So I suppose <laughs> the moment his animatronics start working, he goes one oh one, and then you get you get the queues build up because obviously there's less to meet. Yeah, exactly. Not, not I think, but then they just recently like done him up a bit more. Haven't well, they recently just programmed that? He got, got, a, like got that. a facelift, didn't they? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. I, I am genuinely saddened by this news. I am um, very, very upset. And one of the reasons I'm saddened by it is because one of my kind of favourite Disney memories um, was when we went to to Disney World about four or five years ago now. No, probably isn't even that. And uh, my son Harry met Mickey. Uh, and it's probably the first real time he's genuinely going to remember to meet Mickey. And he met Talking Mickey. And the interaction they had between them was amazing. I've got it on video uh, of him and Mickey being pirates and uh, and him talking to him like he's real. And it just, it was such an amazing addition and such a game changer for character meet and greets. I can't believe that Disney have suddenly decided they're going to get rid of it. It, it just doesn't make any... I, I get if there's been technical difficulties. I don't get why they'd change it because people were confused yeah. that he could talk and other people can't. I just Can, can I play weird. Optimist? Yeah, go on, play Optimist. Here we go. Right. So, not too long ago, at Disneyland California, yeah. they they had Mickey, Minnie, Donald and Daisy that all talked, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did. Do you think this has gone away so that people are more excited for that coming? I would hope so. Uh, mm. I would hope that if they're going to bring all of those to over as, as talking characters, then this would make a difference. But I just don't see the, the sense in getting rid of yeah. this, this technology that has made such a massive difference to those meet and greets. Yeah. He's still going to be sense. there. He yeah. still will be there. Just unfortunately, just yeah. won't be saying hello. Which I think they're setting themselves up for some complaints, though, because like, not everyone is as, is as sad as us and plans everything down for last detail about what what they're going to be doing what that's going to entail if no. someone watches a, a youtube video from a couple of years ago ahead of their trip and he's talking and they go and see him and they've told their kids that he's going to be talking to them and he isn't i you're gonna have a lot of disappointed people you are gonna have a lot of disappointed people oh definitely. you're gonna have loads of disappointed people yeah, where's that talking mickey gone why is he not here yeah what's going on I don't understand. I'd, I'd love to know what the real reasoning is behind it and a definitive answer because I just don't see how... Yeah. I, it, it's it, almost, so it feels a little bit defeatist as well by Disney. Like they've, they've had problems with it. They've gone, oh, do you know what? Yeah, let's just get rid of it. Do you think it'll be back? Weird. Like, give it I another like year or maybe so. It'll be back. I would hope it'll be back. I'm, I'm optimistic. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm optimistic. We will see. We'll see what happens with that. But fingers crossed he'll be back and uh, it'll all be good. Uh, go on then, Gareth. What have you got for us? Uh, I'm going to start with a bit of breaking news. So, okay. um, for a while now, people haven't been able to book Be Our Guest for July onwards. Yeah. For, for dinner. Um, and it seems that we've got a reason why now. So, as of the 27th of July, yeah. Be Our Guest for dinner will now be uh, not only featuring a new menu but also be two table service credits. So we're, take, we're putting this into the signature range then, are we? Yeah. Up there with... Uh, with Oh, what's the place at Canada? I've uh, forgotten the name. Early, uh, the Cellier. The Cellier. The uh, Cinderella's Royal Table. Citrico's, I think, is one as well, isn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Is it, so have they done this because uh, <laughs> of the food, or is it because of the unique venue that I... I think it's a combination of the fact that it's getting booked up so free, so quickly that obviously the demand's there. Um, also, I was listening to Jim Hill last week, and yeah. he was talking about some of the problems that they've had since they 
started including free drinks or free alcoholic drinks yeah, in yeah. the dining package. Yeah. Um, so what he was basically saying is what, what Disney is seeing is that people are stretching their meals out by around half an hour. Right. Which means that over the course of an evening, they're losing a sitting. Yes. That would make um, sense. So maybe Disney's way of clawing back that money is to switch the menu up, charge a higher price. So are they, tra- are they increasing mm-hmm. the price on the main menu uh, if you were to just walk up and pay? Or is it that they're just increasing the number of credits that you have? The menu is completely different. So... Um, before it was an a la carte menu, yeah, yeah, so yeah. they ranged from about fifteen dollars up to thirty something dollars yeah. for an entree. Uh, now it's going to be—I'll just pull the price up. Sorry, it's going to be a set fifty-five dollars so for adults. Are, yeah, okay. And thirty-five dollars for children. So it does seem that they are counteracting that fact that people sit down for longer. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at um, some of the pictures of the food, and it does look higher end than what you were offered before. Um, in terms of the ingredients, a lot more expensive and the portions look smaller. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's your usual fare. There's um, filet mignon. Oh, John's going to be so upset. I'm going to butcher all these names. Filet mignon. <laughs> um, you can get filet mignon. Um, they've got some black eyed pea tortellini. I'm not sure I'd pay $55 sure for that, but yeah. each their own. Uh, poulet rouge chicken. Red chicken. Okay. I, I read as chicken, red chicken, but okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Saffron infused seafood. I'm not going to pronounce that, but there's some seafood. Right. Um, <laughs> lamb chops. Rice, maybe. And Kurabuta <laughs> pork tenderloins. Okay. And in fact, it does look really nice. I just don't know whether I'm not I, I sure want to spend. It's worth the price. No, though. that's what I'm thinking. If I'm in a theme park, mm. I'm not going to theme park to have a really sit sit down posh menu. I like the theming of uh, be our guest massively, but I just go. For, I've been for breakfast and I've been for lunch as well, yeah. and that works for me. I don't know whether I'd want to spend fifty five. Do you think that will even yeah. stop children I mean, from going in there? Possibly. Uh, for an, on an evening, I think. I mean, the breakfast yeah. and the lunch for now are still um, quick service. Right, that hasn't okay, changed. That's good. So that's um, how long that lasts. I'm not sure. I mean, at the moment, the breakfast is very expensive for what you get. Uh, um, yes, that's, that's yeah. twenty twenty dollars, I think. Something like that. Yeah, we we paid. I can't remember what we paid for it in uh, Christmas 2016. Really yeah, I think I think kids are still about thirteen dollars, and right. one of the options for kids is a bowl of cereal. Excellent. Bread and butter cereal. You got ever drink, eat, drink. Well, drink. So, yeah, so you can look forward to that. Um, that flooding in on your Twitter and Facebook feeds with people complaining about that over the next okay. few days. Okay, I look forward to enjoying that. Excellent news. Okay, so uh, let me. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to head over to Disneyland Paris to start off with. Uh, I, I say it's Disneyland Paris. It is, but it's also kind of Disney Company related as well. Uh, Bob Iger had a financial call uh, this week. He was talking about uh, the Disney Company and the profits they've made recently. Uh, just to give you some idea, the Walt Disney Company has had an in- considerable increase in their earnings during uh, the first quarter of the financial year. It's actually the parks and resorts sector that has had the biggest increase. Uh, it's had a jump of uh, 13% in their revenue to $5.2 billion. Uh, that's just for the parks and an operating income of $1.3 billion. Uh, apparently, it's down to higher guest spending with uh, higher prices on tickets, food, merchandise, and hotel rooms. But back in March of last year, 
there was a shareholders document that did mention for Disneyland Paris to have a 10-year plan where the Walt Disney Company, now they basically own the whole thing, have put in uh, 2.1 billion euros in which the parks can spend. And this document did actually specify that it was going to be Marvel attractions and entertainment that's going to be added to the Walt Disney Studios park. Now, we kind of talked about this when it came out uh, sort of back in March sort of time. And... Um, Iger's actually kind of confirmed on this financial call this past week that they are to incorporate the most popular IPs at Disneyland Paris. So the most popular intellectual properties are going to be coming to Disneyland Paris. Now, we already know that we've got um, some Marvel stuff coming this summer, and I'll talk about another change uh, in a little while that's coming. We've got some Star Wars stuff in Discoveryland already. We've got Star Tours. We've got Hyperspace Mountain uh, with all of that sort of stuff that's been happening over in Discoveryland. And um, it's sort of been a rumour that maybe T uh, Twilight Zone will get a Guardians overlay. Whether that happens or not, we don't really know. Um, but it seems that uh, Iger has confirmed that there's going to be possibly more Marvel, Star Wars, etc. coming to Disneyland Paris. Uh, your thoughts, people? What What do you think? I, I'm really, really excited about this. Yeah, I no. was excited when they announced the like the new refurb of the New York Hotel. Yes, no, like that push. So I, I've made my my views on the Studios Park clear. It's it's. <laughs> Well, it Flipping needs so awful. much work, doesn't it? You know, it's still not a full day park. There's a lot of stuff in yeah. there that just looks no. old. I mean, we're 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 going in May, and I was looking at what's currently closed. So there's at the moment there's no um, Crush's coaster, no, and no rock and roller coaster. What what do you do in that park? Well, you've still got Twilight Zone. You've got uh, Mickey and the you've Magician. Got that, yeah. You've got Ratatouille. Look, Rat um, Ratatouille's been going down a lot, though. Yeah, well, it, it kind of has been since opening in 2014. Um, it's never <laughs> been the most stable so you, of you could, you could be faced where you've, you've got Mickey and the Magician and Tower of Terror. Yeah. As, as you're only two. Yeah. Gad, you got the backlog tour. Oh, I just need... I, I, I've, I've never done that. I don't think I've <laughs> <laughs> don't even get me started on the Backlot Tour. You know, it's a Backlot Tour for a, a studio that was never a proper working studio. No, and, and props that aren't even props. Motor, props Motors light. We've action. still got Ruddy Dinotopia set in there. <laughs> Armageddon! Which, which even Sky One have admitted that is so bad they don't want to make it anymore. And we've still got the set going on. The Armageddon stuff, you know, that's... that's... Yeah, Gareth! You know, I've, not, I've not done Armageddon. <laughs> and the reason I haven't done it is because since I started doing the show, all you guys have done is say how bad it is. Yeah, it is trash. <laughs> uh, it is, it is it's a trash. But it's still, you know, it's a right passage if you've never done it. Having said that, actually, when we went back uh, recently and uh, Gwen's still never done it, and I said, right, come on, we're going to have to go and do Armageddon. We've never done it. Let's go and do it. Come on. And we stood in the queue for 10 minutes. And even, uh, after being stood in the queue for 10 minutes and the door still hadn't opened, I went, it's not worth waiting. Let's go. Let's leave. <laughs> so we never actually rode in here. We never bothered. I was like, I can't, I can't justify standing here for 10 minutes waiting for this to open. Come on, we're going somewhere else. Um, <laughs> yeah, if, if a nuclear bomb drops on Disneyland Paris, all that will be left are the cockroaches in Armageddon, I think. Possibly. <laughs> you might be right, yeah. It's possibly true. Um, but it seems that yeah, we're going to get some more stuff. Susan, your what do you think? Marvel? Would you be happy if they kind of half of the studios park became a Marvel park? Well, considering what areas they're taking out or thinking about putting in there, I don't yeah. mind because obviously, as long as they don't touch Crush, 
I'm fine. <laughs> so crush is anything other than crush. And ratatouille, of course. Like, they don't the touch those areas, then I'm cool. And the areas that they are planning sort of to fix and move it towards, I'm fine with that. So That's you're quite like, happy I mean... for them to kind of touch everything else and just leave the Pixar area alone. Yeah, just leave the Pixar area. That's it. There you go. Because I wonder whether this, again, is, is when he's talking about the most popular IPs, whether we're putting Pixar in there as well. Whether mm. there's going to be an expansion to the Pixar stuff that's going to be in the park. It wouldn't surprise me if the studio's park becomes a park that has Marvel, Pixar, and Star Wars. Mm. Uh, if that becomes kind of what the park is about. Oh. Is there any... Yeah. What we have got coming out in a couple of years, or even next year, actually, um, is the new Frozen movie. Yeah. And there's not much Frozen. What do we have? The Frozen stage show, the sing along show. That's uh, only there. Well, I won't be back there, because the, the chaparral's out of commission. Yeah, it is at the minute. Um, there's that and the kind of Frozen <laughs> summer fun stuff that they do, which, to be honest, doesn't have a huge amount to it. Um, so yeah, there's there's a lot of Frozen that's missing, so it could be that as well. Because I think, yeah, you have to take into consideration when he says IPs, he's not just talking about the franchises that they've bought in. We're also talking about every single major popular Disney movie character going. So goodness knows what this could be. Really genuinely haven't got a clue. But, um, well, I think everyone gets upset about IPs coming into the park. Pretty much everything in the park is an IP. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what have we got in Disneyland Paris that isn't really an IP? Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder. Phantom Manor. Phantom Manor. Yeah. It's a Small World. Uh, they even had a TV Pirates series. Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> which is now kind of an IP because they've got film. Uh, Phantom Manor, you could argue, has Haunted Mansion. Yeah. You know, it's, so there's not a lot that these days aren't IPs. And the thing is, people go to the parks for those sort of things. Um it's not very often now that Disney come up with a brand new, unique attraction that is just for the theme parks that's not not no, linked to any sort of yeah, IP. Yeah. It's, 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 is it Disney? It's a safe bet, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. And, you know, they've not bothered doing the universal thing and just build screens, so it's all good. Yeah, as long as they don't do that. Don't <laughs> stop putting screens in. Uh, it will be fine. Um, okay, so there is Iger talking about new IPs coming to Disneyland Paris. Uh, what have you got, Susan? Uh, well, well, sticking with Disneyland Paris. Okay. Um, well, it's been about a year now since the new annual passes have been released. You know, the Discovery, the Magic Plus, yes. Magic Flex, and Infinity. Now, talking about those, um, just before you move on to those, it's been a year. What What's kind of our year review on those? Are we happy about the way they've gone? Are we Are we unhappy about it? Um, I think so, to the point of I've only just purchased mine two weeks ago. Yeah, you've just got yours, haven't you? Gareth, you've not yes. got any. Yeah, I, I, I bought one uh, in October, so it's the first time I've had annual passes. And you've got yours. I don't think you can fault... I mean, I know they went up and people yeah. weren't happy about it, but I don't think you can fault the value. No, and if it wasn't for the fact that we weren't going so much over this next year, uh, we would have renewed. We haven't this time, but uh, we thought they were well and truly worth their weight in gold. Because you really used the advantage of taking like friends and family. Yeah, sort of yeah we extra... did massively. We massively used that advantage. Uh, yeah. So we're... Mm -hmm. On the whole, we're, we're quite positive about them. Uh, okay, let's uh, take away the positivity and smash them to pieces. Go on, Susan, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gareth, you said they weren't, they weren't up before. Well, they're going up again. So, um, 
so we, we received an e email, didn't we, um, Adam, regarding yeah. new information? Yes. Um, so Disney wanted to sort of cover three major priorities of what they want to focus on in annual pass for next year, mm -hmm. which is uh, program communication with a redesign of our email communication and even more personalized experience. Digitalization and order to make reservations and renewal even easier, and new VIP experiences with new exclusive and even more advantages conditions for annual pass holders. Um, yeah. So those are sort of the, the three priorities that they want to sort of want to focus on for next year, and they've already started bringing in the new VIP areas um, in terms of expanding the them where they've put in the um, parade and the uh, fireworks show, which is yeah. they're just making that area a bit bigger. Yeah. Which I, I I I know where it is, but I haven't really looked over there. But that doesn't seem to always be busy anyway. Have you guys noticed? Yeah, um, it's, it's I mean, I've, I've not been in the high season. But it, it oh, seems yeah. maybe maybe a quarter full. Yeah, it's, I've never seen it particularly busy. So I'm quite bewildered why they're expanding that. <laughs> so, but um, so the prices are going up. So the discovery pass uh, was 139 euros and now going up to 149. Okay. The magic flex plus pass, which yeah. is magic flex pass, which is is this the one that you're on, Gareth? It's, it's you no, know, it's the biggest Disney fans take, obviously. <laughs> so this one uh, was 189 euros, and yeah. now going up to 219. Wow, yeah. that's a big rise. This is the biggest jump because yeah, um, in the Magic Plus, which is the one I'm on, um, and I think Katie is on as well. Yeah, Katie was on it. Uh, John's on it, and it's the one we were on as well. Mm -hmm. So this one was from 249 euros uh, going up to 259. So okay. with the Discovery Pass and the Magic Plus, they're only going up 10, but the Magic Flex is going up quite a bit than the rest, which I don't About understand 20 why. Odd, 20 odd euros, isn't it? I, I think it was really underpriced before. Yeah, I think you probably honest. Would. Yeah, I think they probably yeah. realized that. If you look at what the blackout days, blackout days were, the they wouldn't have affected most people. No. Yeah, going from 150 blackout days in Discovery to the Magic Flex going to 300, like non-blackout days, it's yeah. quite a massive jump. It is a big jump. Yeah. Yeah. So that's mm. that's probably why I would guess it's uh, yeah. it's gone up a little bit more. But uh, don't worry, guys. If you're on the Infinity, it's staying the same price. Oh, look at that! Aren't <laughs> they kind? Is is it still value for money at this price? Do you think? I think so. For some people, I think if you if you're going to go. No, several times a year. Yeah. And yeah, and you're going to use all the other benefits you get with it. But for me, it... it's mm. you're looking at ten euros a person, aren't you? So you're looking at about seven or eight pounds a person. We're not looking at breaking the bank here. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about with the Infinity Pass was. Value. Oh, the Infinity Pass. Oh, no, just in general, uh, the Infinity <laughs> Pass. Is... No, no. I think that this is still value then. Yeah. The... Yeah, because it works out uh, Magic Plus um, with the new one that's coming. That the new sort of price. It works out nineteen euros a month. See, it's still not a lot, is it? That's not horrendous. It's about fifty. Would you say fifteen pounds? A bit more than that, yeah. Probably about sixteen pounds. If you if you compare them to what like a Merlin pass is mm. and the difference in quality. Yeah. Oh yeah, completely. Merlin passes are what, hundred and eighty okay. something pounds. Uh, on their own, they're one hundred and thirty nine pounds. Right. Okay. Do they have blackout days? No. 
Uh, oh, they wow. do now. Oh, no, they, they do. do for the summer, yes. If it's not a they premium, they, they black out for we, summer. We, we were looking again, um, but August, you, you can't use any of the theme parks on an, in August on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday. Wow, okay, that's a massive change then. Okay. Uh, I think I think everything in London's blacked out in August. Yeah, it usually is. So, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Uh, so I'm quite lucky I've got mine now. Yes, you've got yours now, which <laughs> well, is good. So you managed to get to get that before that went up so that's all good news so if you are thinking about getting those yet you might have to put a few extra pennies to that in order to make sure you've got enough for those annual passes right gareth what have you got for us next uh i'm gonna move on to something that's opening is impending and that's toy story land at disney hollywood studios right yes um so mm -hmm. for months it seems that everyone's been speculating about when this was going to open um we finally got an answer and it's going to open on june 30th Okay. Um, so as part of the opening, we're going to get the Slinky Dog Dash roller coaster um, that everyone's seen all over YouTube and Facebook, and that you know, it looks great. Um, we're also going to get uh, the Alien Swirling Saucers. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm informed this is sort of like Mater's Junkyard Jamboree that they have at Disneyland. It's the equivalent of, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the only other thing that's been announced is that we're going to get a quick service restaurant called Woody's Lunchbox, which looks very stereotypical Disney Parks quick service Okay. in terms of the offerings. And that's all they've announced about it. So we know nothing other than that at the moment? No, and it's left me a bit underwhelmed, if I'm um, honest. I know they're changing the entrance to um, oh, Toy Story yeah. Midway Mania. Yeah, that's switched around, hasn't it? And that, that looks very nice, but it's not adding anything to the experience mm. I, th I think when they announced it i th i thought they were going to go all out and we we're going to get new meet and greets they've got lots of knocking around somewhere i thought you'd get yeah. that as a meet and greet maybe even get zerg that'd be flipping awesome <laughs> so <laughs> but, do you think they're doing doing this gradually then well i don't know it's like they haven't got enough in there to be doing things gradually the, no. the, that park struggles as it is yeah, well, it's, I think it's taken. Isn't it taking a few budget cuts anyway? From the first drawing we got to now the second drawing, like near the one of the entrances, there was going to be like a big sort of Owl's Toy Barn sort of uh, shop that was going to be there. Yeah, People were yeah. speculating it was going to be there, which could potentially have been a meet and greet. And then in the second image, that all kind of went. And even the roller coaster, Slinky Slinky Dog roller coaster, there was going to be more um, sort of. Uh, props around and there was gonna be more uh, statues around but they kind of all went and it was gonna be like it was gonna be done as a, like trenches they go through trenches as in like the army yeah, yeah. men but then it's, it now it's just changed to a normal level ground so you're just making think... me long what we could have had now <laughs> so do we think these things are being delayed until later or do we think these things just aren't happening at all I think the Owl's Toy Barn potentially could happen later because there is space. Yeah. But I'm not sure about once the Slinky Dog's now done, I don't think they're going to ed edit, as we say, um, that anymore. Okay. Really. So. So we think that could be. Okay. Yeah, I, don't, I just feel like they've 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 missed out, especially with the new the new film coming out. Is that next year? Year after? Uh, yeah. What, for... Next year, because Incredibles this yeah, year. Next year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought this would be the chance to, to put it back in everyone's minds. Fair enough. Uh, we'll see, won't we? 
Hmm, interesting. I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with regards to that once it opens and whether there's any more development uh, further down the line, whether Disney have, have overspent in other places or aren't sure how, whether or not it's worth the extra. We'll see, I suppose, won't we? Okay. Um, let's see what I've got here then. Um, back over to... Disneyland Paris and it kind of links a little bit to something that Gareth has said and also something to Bob Iger has said uh, that is because um, back on the 11th of February it was uh, 11th, 10th or 11th of February um, Disney announced something for Disneyland Paris weirdly at the D23 Expo in Japan now we're not quite sure why they decided to do this in Japan um, because it just seems a really weird place for them to have done it but Bob Chapek, who is the president of Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, made an announcement at the D23 Expo in Japan that Rock and Roller Coaster with Aerosmith is going to be completely redesigned and is going to be given a Marvel theme. The proposal is, and the expectation is, that it's going to be a combination of possibly Iron Man and the Avengers, although I think we're expecting it to be more Iron Man than anything else. And uh, this is going to be coming into the Disney Studios Park. It's not going to be before the Marvel Summer of Superheroes that's coming in June, but they have also announced a few more characters you're going to be able to meet and greet there as well we're looking at spider-man and captain america who are going to be the meet and greets at the event but also they're expected to see star lord and black widow there as well and um the uh, expected kind of timeline for rock and roller coaster as you've already alluded to gareth rock and roller coaster is going to be closed in may when you go is currently expected to close and undergo some rehabilitation work from the 14th of may but apparently that's only going to be for a few days I'm not quite sure why that's happening but it's looking like the actual definitive closure for the attraction is actually going to be happening sometime in late september 2018 and that will close and then have all the work done in order to reopen as an iron man themed roller coaster that's all the news we've got on it at the moment. We genuinely do not know anything else. Um, we're waiting to see what sort of Disney come up with next with regards to the development of this. But I would say they're probably not made final decisions on a lot of the stuff because obviously we're still waiting to hear what the next steps are going to be with that. Um, but I think, I, I have no doubt, Gareth, that you're probably going to tell me that you're really pleased about this as well. I, am, I, I think it's brilliant. Um the more Marvel stuff they can get in the park, the better. It's something that they can't offer in the Florida parks. And no. I think it's, it's something that will get people that probably aren't Disney fans to go. Um, so I think I mean, you were saying it was a bit odd that they marketed it over in Asia. Well, yeah. they announced this over in Asia. Obviously, Marvel's massive over there. It is. And they've got mm, some attractions. They have, their own Mar they have their own Iron Man attraction, don't they, that's similar to the Iron Man experience. Yeah. Um, I was trying to find this before. I read something last year saying that Disney Paris were trying to target the Asian market. Yes. Um, because they found that those visitors spend around three times as much as what the Europeans do. What um, I, so that might be part of the reason. What I find weird, though, is um, that they didn't announce this at D23 Expo in California and then released more details in Japan. The fact that they just fully announced it in Japan, mm -hmm. and we had absolutely no idea it was coming. Uh, it just yeah. Very yeah. bizarre. 
I mean, the D23 Expo, I know like the Brits hijack it a bit in terms of fandom, but yeah. is it really aimed at us? Well, they oh. did mention about the Marvel like hotels, so why have they not slipped yeah. Yeah, in right, yeah. so, like that as well? Because they were, they were on the verge of, you know, mentioning Disneyland Paris and going more immersive it, because obviously, like saying, well done for the 25th anniversary. Yeah. What else we're going to bring in? They could have then mentioned it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, it's not been it's not been universally received positively, has it? Mm. No. Um, um, fine, Lord. I find it really bizarre. Well, I I do find it really bizarre just how many people, how many haters on Twitter, etc., have gone. This is an abomination. I can't believe we're bringing in Marvel. This Marvel, is, <laughs> you know, I think we were on one particular Facebook group between us, weren't we? Like, this is an abomination. I can't believe they're bringing this in. <laughs> why are why, why they bringing something. in? Something should be just left yeah, alone. Yeah, should be left alone. So, you know, we don't, we don't need Marvel. We don't need it. We want Disney. We want Disney in here. And I kind of went, well, you do realise that Marvel is Disney. Because Disney bought Marvel. And then someone else commented, and you do realise that Rock and Roller Coaster isn't Disney. Yeah. Aerosmith aren't Disney. Right. And it's got a, a like, really tenuous link to a film that was released, released by Touchstone. Yeah. And it's like, and just... How can you say there is an issue here, people? Um, I don't know what it's all about. It's really weird. So, anyway, Rock and Roller Coaster's going. I am not sad to see it go because the coaster is going to be... It's going to look the same, you know, in the sense that you're going to get the same experience from the coaster itself because I don't believe they're going to change any of the track. But it's just that the experience that kind of envelops it is going to be different. So, obviously, some of the effects that are on there will be a little bit different. And you know, it's I don't I don't have an issue with it in the slightest. No. Um, there's no so. there's no downside to this. Yeah. No, like I said, as long as it's not the Ratatouille ride or fine or Crush's Crush's um, co coaster ride, then I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like no nobody is going to stop going on that ride because it's now Iron Man themed. No, but you might get people to, to go to Disneyland now because there's an Iron Man attraction. Yeah, mm. completely mm. agree. Okay. Um, Susan, you said you had one other, didn't you, uh, which you uh, want to share with us? Okay, I'm going back to Walt Disney World, and uh, Disney have released their uh, Incredible Summer, uh, which is what it's actually it's called, Incredible Summer <laughs> Party Event, uh, which will bring new experience to all four parks. Um, so, um, there will be the Incredible Takeover in Tomorrowland at Magic yeah. Kingdom where guests can party with Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl and Frozen, or Frozen, Frozone, um, and the, as Disney, uh, Pixar, The Incredibles and the soon-to-be blockbuster Incredible 2, um, will come out. So that sort of, it ties in when The Incredibles 2 comes out. Yeah. And then Guardians of the Galaxy take stage at Epcot. Star-Lord and Gamora from Guardians of the Galaxy will join an alien band taking guests on a journey through the cosmos. So, Hello. That... Apologies for that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I caught a button. Uh, I went, no! <laughs> um, and then, um, you, uh, then up-inspired show at a dino-tastic celebration for Donald Duck will debut at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, so two can't miss offerings will debut at Disney's Animal Kingdom in time for the park's 20th anniversary. 
Okay. So that's that. And obviously you've got the Toy Story Land opening. So there'll be a big sort of highlight for then the Toy Story Land uh, in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, so that and there's, there are even actually they say four parks but they're also um, going to showcase some in Disney Springs so The Incredibles 2 will also be um, sort of going through Disney Springs where everyone's favourite family of superheroes is back uh, but this time Helen is in the spotlight while Bob navigates the day to day heroics of normal life so um, I think they'll have a big sort of uh, not yeah I guess a premiere when the movie comes out yeah. uh, in uh, Disney Springs as well Okay. So yeah, that's... it's all going to be Pixar uh, thing going on during this summer, which because um, you've obviously got the Pixar Pier happening in Disneyland California as well. Yeah, they're really pushing that this year. I don't. Yeah, it's such a shame John's not on because I was looking forward to hearing his views about that. Yes, I'd, I'd be very intrigued to hear what John has <laughs> to say about this. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'm no doubt he's probably shouting at it right now, going, "I can't believe it!" Dog getting started. Not that he would do it, but he probably, yeah, he probably is. Um, okay, when's so the Incredibles movie actually out? It's in the summer, isn't it? Yeah, I, I haven't seen the sneak peek yet. Has anyone seen the sneak yes, peek? They're great. I'm very much looking forward to it. It carries on from the last one, doesn't it? There's no. There's no yeah, is it literally like the minute after? Yeah, it does. It literally continues from the moment the last one finishes. So cool. Such a good idea. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. But I, I think it's, you know, I don't think it's something that they've mm -hmm. done which is going to drag millions of people to the resort. Yeah, before. I think the um, up in Animal Kingdom's a bit of a reach. Because yeah, when I first I, looked yeah. at the uh, intro, I was a bit like, how are they going to bring that into Animal Kingdom? Oh, they're just picking up. <laughs> that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I'm not quite <laughs> sure how that's going to. Yeah, it was a bit, a bit of a tenuous link, isn't it? But hey, you know, <laughs> give them a due. It's, it's all good. Do what they got to do. Yeah, do what they got to do. But I'm, I'm interested in, in seeing how that pans out and how that works. Because quite often, Notoriously Disney have done those special theme stuff in the summer. And it all seems to have worked out quite well. So, uh, mm. so we'll see what happens there. Right. Um, before we go, I think we need to talk about one more heavily, heavily rumoured uh, change to Disneyland Paris. Um do you want to kind of mention about this, Gareth, about this Disney Village thing? Um, and I think we have to say, before we, the caveat is, I think we need to, at the minute, take this with a pinch of salt. Uh, but it was something that came up, and we thought, actually, it'd be interesting just to discuss this with people and see what they thought. Mm. Yeah, okay. So the rumour is that... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've set my stall out already, haven't I? Um, so the rumour is that Disney are going to look to start... Um, implementing some new evening entertainment that will take place um, on the lake by uh, by Disney Village. Yeah. Um, and this would be in place of illuminations during low season. Um, the benefits for this seem to be that Disney wants to shut the parks a bit earlier to save them money. Um, so this would enable them to do so. Um, we had quite a, quite a lively chat about this last night we between did. us. Um, and I'm I'm firmly in the camp of I'm I'm not quite sure <laughs> this will work the way that they're expecting. Mm. Um, so I think that they were saying that there, there is going to be a um, a well, a special area for um, annual pass holders. They didn't specify if it was all annual passes or just infinity. Yeah. 
Um, there would also be an area for people that have bought tickets for the parks that day, as well as a free viewing area um, for people that just happened to be in the village at the time. At the um, time, catch <laughs> <laughs> um, So, in terms of like what it's going to be like, there's, there seems to be um, a description of a mixture of paint the night and rivers of light. And um, world I of think color if it lead, well. yeah, world of color, yeah. Well, sorry, world of color. What did I say? Paint paint, the night. I said paint the night. World of color. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think if it leans more towards the what they offer at Animal Kingdom, I can't see that being very popular. No, because it's not very exciting. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, I think John did mention that it's further away from the residential area, so it might give them a bit more scope for for more fireworks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm struggling to see much of a benefit. Uh, I know you guys have some ideas about the possible benefits, so I'll um I won't I won't tread all over those. <laughs> <laughs> I. Um... I wonder why Disney are doing it. I don't see... I, I'm yeah. kind of with, with Gareth on this in the sense that I don't think it's going to make a massive difference with regards to closing the parks early and those sort of things because usually the parks would close at a reasonably early time anyway and then they would kick people out. And you would have people watching Illuminations and then leaving the parks anyway because it's not usually that Illuminations is on before the park shuts. And you're going to have to put employees or cast members are going to have to work around that particular area because you can't just have thousands of people milling around that lake uh, without there being some sort of structure to walkways and those sort of people. Particularly if you've got people who are staying at Sequoia Lodge and Newport Bay who are going to have, who need to walk around the edge of that lake to get to their hotel. They're not going to want to be stuck in thousands of people who aren't going to move out of the way no. so they can get to the hotel. So it's going to have to involve some sort of setup. Um, so I don't see how that's possibly going to save any money. Um, the only thing I can suggest is that they're adding this as something additional rather than it being something that was going to replace something. So I look at Christmas in Disney World a couple of years ago when they did the um, drone show in downtown Disney as it was. Um in oh Florida. yes in Walt Disney World and you kind of had that as a free thing that happened in the evening and then you had yeah. everything else going on as well so it could be that it's a limited offering or something a little bit different they put on in addition but I, I find it very difficult to see how they would make this a replacement for Illuminations mm, I remember Katie was mentioning that it could bring sort of possible merch possibilities in yes <clears throat> if they're going to obviously name it something really good or it even brings people into more of the shops around, uh, you know, in Disney as well. So I know Kate mentioned about merchandise and more shopping opportunities. Mm. So you're mm. going to have some merchandise opportunities for the, the new show that you could buy down in Disney Village. Of course, it will bring more people to Disney Village, which means there will be more opportunities for people to go to eat in some of the locations around there. Um... So it, it does add that element to it as well. I just find yeah. did, did Disney own anything other than Cafe Mickey? Um, yes, the New York sandwich shop and Annette's Diner. Oh, do you? Okay. Disney. I didn't realise that. Uh, Kin Lugwigs isn't. Uh, neither is Rainforest Cafe. Um, Vapiano's isn't. Five Guys isn't. Earl of Sandwich isn't. 
So you've got the sports bar, you've got the sandwich shop, you've got a Nets. So those okay. ones are still owned by Disney. So there still brings people in through mm. that. Uh, and then obviously all the merchandise in all of the shops, etc., that people can buy as well. So it might it might improve or increase the footfall through Disney Village. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd find it very difficult to think. They also need to secure. Like, how are they going to like security that in terms of? Well, especially if they're going to have these these zones, you know, the free zone, uh. the possible paid zone, the the annual pass zone. Um, how they're going to police that as well? One massive big roped yeah. off thing, like you know, when they do in London when it comes to the fireworks yes. at New Year's. So I don't think logistically it's going to be easier than cancelling illuminations and doing that. I just think it might be a different offering, possibly. Mm. But we'll see. Who? Oh, you, it's think definitely... it be, you think it might be an addition to? I think it could be, but I don't think it'll be during low season. I think it could be an addition in high season. But also the other thing you have to take into consideration is what time they do this, because although it drags it away from the residential areas so they can do something later in the evening, something slightly different, it also brings it closer to the hotel areas and it can't be too late in the evening because if it's too loud and we've got people who paid lots of money to stay in New York or the Marvel hotels, it'll be Newport, Sequoia, etc. They don't want to be disturbed late into the evening, particularly if you've got something like small children, that sort of stuff. So it'll be interesting to see if they do do it, what time it'll be. Um... It could also yeah. be that, you know, Disney have realised that people go out of the parks at a certain time in the evening for food. Um, so we will often leave the park early evening, go into Disney Village, get something to eat, then go back into the park for, say, illuminations or whatever it is that we're going to see. So it might be that they're trying to offer something. So there's a lure there for those people who maybe are thinking mm -hmm. coming back to the park in the evening going, oh, actually, we'll go and have something to eat. We'll watch the show in Disney Village and then we'll go back into the park so whether that's another possibility they're trying to yeah. encourage people to come in earlier and stay in that area longer mm. I do we have one idea around positive sorry Susan um, I have one idea around positive about this so they're, they're going to be doing up the, the New York Hotel making yeah. it Marvel themed yeah. that looks directly out onto the lake doesn't yes. it so do you think they might have an idea of using the top floor for some sort of dining area I could do. And charging lots of money yeah, for people do. to have the opportunity to... To watch a show from there. That's a possibility. That's something that might happen, yeah. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. Mm. Sorry, you were going to say something, Susan? Well, like, do we even know what the extent of it's going to be? Like, It might even just be some sort of little fountain show that they do in like, the Las Vegas... Well, if it's World of Colour, we know that it's going to be water fountain in projection. But like we say at the minute, it's so heavily rumoured that this could be just completely pie in the sky and it'll never come about. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, it might just be the most yeah. tiniest little water fountain show. That's tiny last five minutes. Do you remember um, Disney used to do like a bonfire show, fireworks show in Disney Village um, each year? And used to have a little bonfire in the middle and they used to send some fireworks up for, for bonfire night and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, it could be something to that extent that it's something seasonal. We, do, we genuinely haven't got a clue. They're going to set fire to something in the middle of the water, who knows? Um, maybe Armageddon. Maybe they're going to put Armageddon in the middle of the water and set it. Oh, Lord. It'd be the most popular it's ever been. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but I don't know. I genuinely don't know. And um, we, we, you know, if anything more comes to the rumor, we'll let you know. But at the minute, we've we've genuinely got no clue what is going on with this whatsoever. But who 
knows? We'll find out what happens. Anyway, uh, that's all of the news, I think, isn't it? That's all we've got. Mm-hmm. Which is good Indeed. stuff. Which means we're actually like... Uh, this is a show that's kind of a normal-ish length. We've not like waffled on for But anyway, thank you once again for joining us. Thank you, Susan. Thank you very much for having me. You know, you're welcome. And thank you, Gareth. You're welcome. And you're, so. you're welcome. And uh, we um, will be back in two weeks' time. And we've actually got a topic to talk about in a couple of weeks. And the reason we've got a specific topic is because we've actually had um, somebody email us this past week asking some questions about a solo trip to the parks. And we haven't really done much on solo trips recently. So our plan in two weeks' time is we are going to answer that exact question about uh, solo trips to the parks and what you can do and how you can do it, how it works and those sort of things. So uh, we will be talking and discussing that in a couple of weeks time it's jen pritchard i have to say hello to um because um she's the one who sent us in that question so we will answer that question on the show in two weeks time she's not going till october so it's fine we've got plenty of time to do that but if you want to keep up with us you can keep up with us over on our website which is disneybrit.com you can also go to our uh, facebook page disney uh, facebook.com forward slash disneybrit podcast you can go to at disneybrit on twitter you can go to a disneybrit over on instagram as well and of course if you've got any comments questions suggestions anything like that you can also go to um uh, to radio at I completely forgot. I do have to say one very quick thing. I have to say a massive thank you to the lovely manager of Hotel Chocolat in Maidstone, uh, which sounds a really weird <laughs> thing for me to say. But the reason I'm saying it is because he uh, said hello and was lovely and sent over a few chocolates uh, because we mentioned them. But also he said, if you head into the Maidstone uh, Hotel Chocolat store... And you mention Disney Brits when you go in there. They've got some sample trays of chocolate that are normally three something. I forgot what it is. I've got to remember. Uh, that are normally lost the email. That are normally three ninety five, and you can get one of those selectors for just two pounds. So if you go to the Mason store, Ooh. you can do that and get it for two pounds. But anyway, we will be back in two weeks' time. We hope you have a lovely couple of weeks. And until then, we'll see ya. You're welcome, Rupert. Show on the water. <laughs> <laughs>